Good morning, everyone. We've come to the end of our Heroes and Villains series, and the last character that we studied and took a bit of a closer look at his life was a man named Benaiah. And I'd like to read for us from 2 Samuel 23, verse 20. There was also Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, a valiant warrior from Kebzeel. He did many heroic deeds, which included killing two champions of Moab. Another time on a snowy day, he chased a lion down into a pit and killed it. And once, armed only with a club, he killed an imposing Egyptian warrior who was armed with a spear. Benaiah wrenched the spear from the Egyptian's hand and killed him with it. Deeds like these made Benaiah as famous as the three mightiest warriors. He was more honored than the other members of the thirty, though he was not one of the three, and David made him captain of his bodyguard. We know that Benaiah played a critical part in securing the kingdom for both David and then also for his son Solomon. And this was very important because it's from the seed of David through that genealogy that Jesus Christ was born. So it was also protecting the, the very bloodline of Jesus Christ. And um, just the fact that Benaiah so fiercely fought um, alongside David and for David and for Solomon, he was a very brave and courageous man. And if you look at some of these exploits that he did to face a lion on a snowy day in a pit, that's really facing your worst enemy at the worst of times and the worst conditions. And he did not shrink back. And um, also grabbing the spear from the Egyptian's hand. This Egyptian was seven and a half feet tall. It was a huge man. And, um, you know, he defeated him too. And the sons of Ariels, or these two champions of Moab that it speaks about in the text, they said these were lion-like men. They were very scary. <laughs> and yet Benaiah also defeated them. And just some of the lessons that Benaiah's life has um, shown me is just that sometimes when our reputation is in tatters because we know that he was one of the men that hid in the cave with David, they were outcasts, they were chased around by Saul, um, and yet it unleashed such incredible courage and bravery in them. And um, I just love how greatness and shame also sometimes go hand in hand. And I think that is so that God can get the glory, that we are just the vessels and he is the treasure inside. Um, I think sometimes we get hung up on things from our past that we find embarrassing or where our reputation was ruined. And yet God says, but he can redeem anything. And we, if we give it to him, he's the treasure inside. Um, it's not about the vessel. It's not about us. And all we need to do is remain available. And God can do incredible things through us um, for the sake of his kingdom and to love other people and to minister to them and to be his hands and his feet. Something else that really struck me about Benaiah was how he ran towards his fears and he faced his enemies head on. There was no denial or avoidance there. Um, and the Bible tells us to fear not. You know, 365 times in the word we've been told not to fear and to put our confidence and our hope in Jesus Christ. We serve such a radical God and therefore our faith should be radical. And we live in times when, um, you know, people are trying to impress their opinions on us. There's a lot of propaganda and to go, but I'll stand for what the word says and what God says. And not just to go with a popular opinion of the day, but to really 
see God's heart and his will in every situation. And I sometimes ask myself, you know, what have I missed out on in terms of God's plan by running away from my problems or avoiding certain things? And um, I think it's encouraging to know we have a God who wants us to overcome, who's committed to our success, who stands with us and cheers us on. We have a Holy Spirit who is our comforter and our counselor, and we don't have to do it alone. And I think especially when times are hard and tough and we're facing tough choices, to ask the Lord, um, God, what, what is it that you want? What is the right thing for me to do? And how do I most honour you? And how can I love on people in the situation I find myself in and let you be glorified in and through my life? And then the final one point I wanted to make was that your uniqueness and your gifting fits perfectly into God's plan. Um, if I think of Benaiah, he was the son of a high priest. So <laughs> one would think he'd also become a priest like his father was. And yet he became this famous warrior who even led David's Gentile army. Um, once a year he was placed in charge of 24,000 warriors to train them and to oversee them. So he had this tremendous leadership gifting and he fought for the kingdom. Um, he fought for God's appointed king. And uh, so he did not fit the typical mold of what was expected from a Levite, especially the son of a high priest. And I just think that God uses our unique talents and giftings and it's surprising sometimes his ways are not our ways, but we know that he is sovereign and that he is good. And my prayer for you today is that you'll know exactly where and how you fit into his plans, that you um, complete those assignments he gives you and love on people, on, on the people he's placed in your life and around you. So be blessed and have a beautiful day. Thank you.